You're now tuned in to another episode of the Your Best Lifestyles International Podcast. Sponsored today by the highly anticipated book, Four Tales from Hell, by author Marilyn Velez. Right here on Amazon, Four Tales from Hell is a short, pleasant read that disturbs the mind and leaves the reader wanting more with interesting characters and storylines. Get your copy of the highly anticipated book, Four Tales from Hell by author Marilyn Velez on Amazon, available through Kindle Edition for only 99 cents. Yeah, that's right, only 99 cents. Also, you can go to her website and purchase your copies today at www.dreamynightswriting.wixsite.com backslash the Tundra Tales. That's right, go there today and purchase your copy by the highly anticipated book, Four Tales from Hell by author Marilyn Velez. Right on Amazon. Welcome back, world, to another exciting episode of the Your Best Lifestyles International Podcast. I am your host, Terrence Hutchinson, right here at the Paul Robinson Public Relations and Media Group Studio, right here in Atlanta. Happy Monday evening. It's 7-11 right now, Monday evening, and, you know, it's tapering down pretty good here at the studio. I'm in the studio burning my aromatherapy, got the candles going, so I'm relaxed right now. I'm in a real relaxed state. Today was an awesome, awesome day. The weather was nice. And you know how I get in, in Atlanta sometimes. Mother Nature was off the chain the last couple of weeks, but she didn't know if she wanted to rain, sleet, thunderstorm, hail, heavy wind, tornado. I'm like, what is going on? You know, she was all over the place last couple of weeks. I said, the backseat of my car, I got four different jackets in it. I just don't know. By the time I come back home, it's warm outside. I'm like, oh. so I just, you know, I need to bring my coats in, but I just don't trust her. She's all over the place, but she did good today. I'm pretty sure. Maybe she took her meds today. All right, she's not bipolar today. Maybe she's on point. She took her med. <laughs> and it's because the day was really, really, really good. So anyway, I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you guys are really, really taking care of yourself. I can't stress this more enough because it's so important, man. If you know, you I mean, you watch the news. So many people are suffering right now from some type of lifestyle condition or ailment. You know, maybe it's stress, maybe it's COVID, maybe it's grief, maybe it's heart disease, you know, diabetes, stroke, cancer, you know, oh man, it's just crazy, you know, but it's nothing new, these diseases are going on for a while, but you know, right now, you know, with COVID and the way how they restructured the emergency room and the hospital visits, you know, you, you, you can't go see family members and loved ones or something if you locked into a hospital they're not really letting anybody in okay so many people have died alone and that's the scary part like i know people you know their parents checked in and then all of a sudden something happened parents died the mother gone you know father gone uncle brother it doesn't matter it's kind of scary you know, so we have to make sure that we're paying attention. So if you have any type of underlying conditions, diabetes, you may be obese, maybe you have some type of respiratory issues, maybe you have um, 
seasonal allergies, maybe you, you know, you have bronchitis, something. You want to make sure that you're paying close attention to where you are and understanding what your triggers are. Talk with your primary physician. Talk with your doctors. Okay, say, hey, this is what it is. You know, can you help me? Even if you're going through stress and, you know, you're going through depression, you need to talk to someone. You cannot hold that in, okay? Even depression, especially you men. Men, we were taught to suck it up, be tough, be strong. Trust me, don't do that, okay? Find somebody that you can talk to to get that thing off your chest because that stress and that depression is going to weaken your immune system. If you're suffering from other things already, you're going to increase your risk of COVID-19, okay? Uh, some form of virus or lifestyle condition. So you want to make sure that we let it out. Go. That's why exercise is so important. But if exercise is not enough for you, you need to talk to a clinical professional, okay, to get it off your chest. Women, too, get it off your chest. Don't let these things, you know, eat you internally, okay? Don't let your brain and your heart go to fighting with one another constantly because in between the brain and the heart and the human body is only 14 inches apart in space. So in that 14 inches, it's a war going on. It's a deep black hole. That's your soul. You can hear the guns. You can hear the swords clinking. It's a war going on. So who is really in control of you? Is it your logical thinking, which is your brain, or is it your emotional thinking, which is your heart? Who's in control? Who's winning the battles? Who's telling you what type of decisions you need to be making right now? And then whatever decision you make, you need to make sure that, you know, you're really, you know, thinking it over, okay? Anything can happen. So when you're stressed and you're upset and all this crazy stuff, you can make some decisions that can really cost you some time off your life. Maybe prison, maybe hospital, get it, maybe even fatally, you know? So you want to make sure that you're paying attention. So I hope you guys are really just taking care of yourself, man. It's a big deal. It's not a game like it. It's a pandemic still going on. The world is still in chaos. Just because you're not seeing this videotape like how it was on last year, trust me, there's a lot still going on in this world. This pandemic is still active. Unemployment, active. People are still struggling, active. Okay? They're actively, you know, struggling right now. People are still living under the bridge and people are still hungry. People still don't have the jobs. The stimulus check is cool, but guess what? It's not enough. Okay? So, you got to, you know, like I say, put on your adult underwear and you need to get out there and make some things happen for yourself, okay? But you can't do that if you're not performing at max level. So if you're not taking care of yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, you're not performing at max level. So how are you going to get out there and do anything for you? But not just for you, but for your loved ones, for your family members, for your last name, for your grandkids, for your spouse, for your, whoever it may be, man. You need to get out there. So anyway... Let's get into it. Let's get into it. You know, I'm, I'm going to give a few shout outs, you know, and we're going to go. Shout out to our sponsors, man. Arctic Teeth, Advanced Teeth Whitening Kit. Thank you so much for sponsoring us. C and S Luxury Gifts. Just got off the phone with them. Go to their website right now, cnsluxurygifts.com. And get all your CBD candles and all that great old stuff over there, man. Trust me, you don't want to miss this. Man, listen here. 
Cashmere Care Wear Praise Protein. Thank you, Protein. Thank you so much for the two big jugs of protein powder, awesome flavor, chocolate and vanilla French. Thank you to Tranquility Facial Wash and Toner. I use that. Thank you so much for that. Wolfie Shop, thank you. My Rockwaller Max, he love it. You know, he loved the little collar and everything like that. Uh, Monty Entertainment Group LLC right here in Atlanta. Check them out on Roco TV. Thank you so much for the sponsorship. Beard Guru, your beer experts, your beard care experts, excuse me, beardguru.net. Go check them out. Man, if you're looking for a great beard product, they got you covered, man. Some nice flavors. I personally like the whiskey wine uh, beard smell. <laughs> I don't know for some reason. I'm not a drinker, but, you know, it's a good smelling beard uh, oil and beard balm. It's really good. They got a lot of other products, too. So Motherland uh, Motherland Goods Black Soap. Thank you so much. And the shea butter is really good as well. Core Restore 7-Day Detox Kit. Thank you so much for using that right now to really help flush out the toxins out of the body going into the spring season right now. You know, we really appreciate appreciate that. Um, shout out to True to Size. Plus Size does matter. True to Size.com. Uh, Check them out for all you plus size women that want to get your gear up and going. Maybe you need something sexy to go out with. Omni Wolf uh, Clothing Apparel. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you guys. Man, just so much going on right now. So anyway, without further ado, I'm going to introduce, you know, my next guest. Her, she goes by the name of Theresa Airy. Theresa, I said that right this time? Yes. Yeah, okay. See, I'm going to tell you something. She got on me. I said her name wrong. And that thing, her and her sister, they got on me hard. Uh-uh. <laughs> I was saying Ari. <laughs> they like, uh uh-uh, airy. They had to spell it out to pronounce it for me. I said, okay. They ain't like that. I was like, okay, let me get both of them. <laughs> so anyway, man, you know, Theresa uh, Airy is the highly anticipated author of the book, Resilient Butterfly. Okay? And um, she grew up in the foster care system, you know, was a participant in the mentor program. Um volunteer for many events, especially helped with the homeless population, and she helped an organization that helps her to better foster care systems. You know, uh, man, she recently got her AA in liberal arts and social behavioral science and is currently pursuing, pursuing her career in nursing. Additionally, she is working on her other book, on another book, trying to become a fashion model. Okay, now I need to hook you up with, um, um, What's her name? Uh, the plus size chick. True to size, you know, if you need that. But they got some other things too. And um, they're trying to launch an online clothing store, Resilient Butterfly, hopes to inspire other women to chase after their dreams, regardless of the obstacles that they may face. Welcome to the podcast, Theresa Airy. How you doing, Queen? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm happy to hear you. I'm happy to hear you too. I'm sorry, but let me. I missed you on last week, so we're about to make this up today, though. That's okay. I'm happy to yeah. be here today. That's what's up. Thank you so much. So, I, where you call her? You call her from California? Yes, I am. Another guest from California. I think. 
Californians that love being on my show. Yes. That's awesome. So let's talk about the book, Resilient Butterfly. What's the synopsis of the book? Um, so my book touches on um, uh, overcoming different obstacles in relationships. So I talk about the ugly, the bad, and the and the good. Um, and sometimes it's just you go through a lot of different changes in relationships, and I just felt like um, God told me to write this book because um, women that are naturally uh, beautiful sometimes go through the most things in a relationship. So I was writing this to encourage women that are just at their breaking point to know that they're not alone and there is um, still good men out there. It's just um, you have to see the red flags and um, know how to like break free from that and start picking the right type of men. Yeah, well, you know, who's so fine a wife find a good thing? So... A woman mm-hmm. don't really have to pick the right type of man. The right type of man will find that woman. Yes. You know, a lot of times, you know, women make bad choices. And then sometimes men are men, you know, but it's not their fault. Because, yes. you know, I, 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 there's a lot of great men out there. And a lot of great men, you know, are tied playing games too. So they are looking for a woman that's, you know, equally yoke and they say hey I want to settle down I want, I want family and this and stuff like that you know it's a lot of us out there that's looking for a good woman I mean men we kissed a lot of frogs too before we found somebody <laughs> you, know, yeah, sure. you know yeah it's big time so I understand I understand about the book and that's a great idea you know um, to put the book out there and really be resilient you know and about your pursuit of happiness you really get to the next level and pursuing your your uh, your dreams and your goals right now so how many was it very challenging emotionally for you to write the book did you go through something that uh propel you to write the book um basically um i don't know i it was really easy for me to write the book i think it took me maybe a month at the most to write it because I've been wanting to write this book for years but I never had the time to really sit down and do it but when the pandemic hit I had a lot of free up time because school has slowed down a lot so I took advantage of that time and I wrote this book Mm. you know that's like we said on the last show that's the beauty of COVID-19 and being quarantined. You know, I know people with a set mindset, they wouldn't understand that growth mindset, but being shut in, working remotely, maybe even losing your job will help you to sit quietly a month. It's a perfect time to write a book. And you sat there, you know, and you you put your mind to work. You activated the, the intellectual property and you put it down. You got a, a book, a published book that's going to really help you reach a lot of women and maybe men and young girls and young boys. 
to really push themselves to the next level. So that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, that's 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 a beautiful thing, man. A lot of times, you know, people just they're sitting around, they don't want to do anything, you know, but you put a book out and that's good. So your second book, what is the title for that? Um, I don't know my title yet, but it's gonna be an autobiography about my life. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. So I've started writing it, but I'm not finished. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, is it, is it, is it, do you find it, once again, emotionally challenged to write about certain things about your life? Because I know people who've written about their life before, and it, they really broke down into tears, and they really came to grips with some fears and, you know, a lot of these different things, maybe abuse that happened in their life in the past. You know, a lot of things happened to them while they was really trying to heal themselves by writing through this book. They really found themselves having a, a greater spiritual connection you know they're releasing a lot of pain are you experiencing any of these things um I did feel like when I started writing it I started to feel something so I kind of like um stopped it um but I'm gonna pick it up again and um keep going yeah yeah and see the thing the thing about it is that pain that you felt or may feel when you keep going you want that you want that pain and this is where your best writing is going to come from you know it's just like writing music you know and most people write their pain they write their experience they write the things that really bother them and you know you know it comes out to be a best-selling song or might be a best-selling author you know and you have to write that pain that pain in that deep place where you don't want to go, you're trying to just suppress all that stuff. When you're writing, you're going to have to reach and pull that pain out, you know, and put yeah. that pain in, in, into use. That pain is a tool, you know, that pain is a sword. And you're going to get out there and you're going to cry. You're going to feel it. You're going, I don't want to write, you know what I'm saying? It's too painful. I don't want to think about it, duh, duh. But is inevitable you're not going to be able to avoid that pain for long you know because it's going to come out maybe this year next year you're going with that pain going to be so so much that you're going to have to get it out but once you get it out and you hold a copy in your hand you're going to feel so much better you're going to, you're going to have a spiritual awakening you know rejuvenation of your spirit and your emotions and your mind that you'll be able to go and, and do whatever you want to do because uh, do you feel that the pain sometimes can be holding you back from doing other things in life mm, right now because I have a published book I, I don't feel like that right now mm. so like So let's talk about the, the clothing line. What type of clothes you think about um, pushing out? Um, clothing line. Um, basically, I don't know. I'm just uh, trying to use my creativity. I'm not really sure exactly. So I've sketched out some stuff that I want to do and um, just see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like shirts. Um, like uh, yoga pants and diff- different things like that. So, 
not sure. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, I understand. Okay, I'm good. You got to get on to that now because, you know, there's a lot of things you can do with that. Yeah. A lot of things you can do with that. So you want to help talk to young women, in, you know, about chasing their dreams. During the course mm-hmm. of your days, whether it's, you know, present time or past time, did you find that you were running into a lot of women who are not chasing their dreams or they may have uh, a challenge uh, way of looking at things? You know, what would you say to young women who wants to do a clothing line or write a book? What type of advice would you give them? Um, I guess I would just say... Figure it out, like, exactly what it is that you're trying to do and, you know, just start um, somewhere and then just don't put too much pressure on yourself and just, you know, work your way up and just jot down your ideas, journal, whatever it is that you need to do. And then you'll you'll figure it out from there. Yeah, how important is journaling to you? Um... I feel like it's somewhat important. I'm really trying to get into it now, but um, it's kind of a little bit of a struggle because I'd rather just, like, um, you know, write a little note in my phone or just, like, type it out or write it out, like, handwrite it. So. Yeah, I get it. I don't journal. Yeah. So. You know, I'd be like, what is this? What am I doing? You know, I I have it in my head and I get it out. You know, yeah. I, I, just, I just, when I learned about journalists, oh, you have to write everything down. Then I was like, I ain't got time to write everything down. I know it works. You know, same thing with um, vision boards. A lot of times I get into it. And, you know, but, you know, the way I'm living right now is working better. I can see it in my head. I know what my thoughts are. I know how to do a brain dump. I know what to go uh, and do and what not to do. You know what I'm saying? So journaling is like, eh. You know, I, I, I read a lot, you know, not books, but newsletters, articles, things that pertain to what I'm doing. And I see a lot in the world. So, you know, um, but my own thoughts, you know, I, I think about things and sometimes I put it out and then sometimes I get rid of it. You know, I just suppress them. But, you know, a lot of times I know of thoughts does not serve me, I get I, I eradicate those thoughts I like get this out of my head, I don't even know where that came from, but a lot of things you see and read and hear trigger thoughts it be good thoughts or bad thoughts, positive and negative ones, and you, know, you just gotta realize you know, what's gonna be beneficial to you and what's not, you know, we have over 86,000 thoughts per day, sometimes they in re- on repeat it's very repetitious thoughts and you have to be like that's not working that's not working and sometimes they're big thoughts like I'm going to write my book you know I'm going to start a clothing line these are big thoughts you know and um, mm-hmm. you just got to follow through on them so you, you did a lot of work with the homeless population what was that experience like for you? Um, it was good uh, I was able to give back it was a good feeling so yeah do you think that the homeless population right now is getting a short end of the stick with, with COVID and everything like that? Um, can you explain that? Well, you know, when it comes down to COVID-19, you know, mm-hmm. 
a lot of things are talking about staying healthy and staying strong, the vaccine and stuff like that, but they're not talking about the people who are homeless and they're not talking about the handicapped and disabled and all these different things. It's kind of like, it's just like you at the Thanksgiving table. There's the adult table, then there's the kids table. I think that sometimes the homeless people and the shut-in, a disabled, a handicap, but these other individuals are being forced to sit at the kiddie table. Like, they're not being talked about as much as, you know, the, the healthier population, you know, and being homeless, you know, you have limited resources for, for many of them, you know, there's no roof, there's no no running waters, you don't know, you know, sanitation is, is very limited as much as possible. So, you know, how are they going to get a mask? You know, there's a lot of shelters out there, but a lot of, a lot of them don't want to go to shelters. So that's what I mean by that. I mean, how do you feel about that? Um, I honestly wish there was more resources for them. Um, because out here, um, a lot of the shelters are full. Um, so I see a lot of homeless people a lot. It makes me sad. And I wish I could help them, but I, I can't right now. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know with Atlanta, you know, we have some, uh, a lot of homeless people living underneath the bridges. And, you know, and, uh, they're, they're living in tents. We call it Tent City. It's right by one of the biggest hospitals here in Atlanta. It's been around. It's a staple hospital here in Atlanta. And uh, down at City Hall, it's a lot of people on the City Hall steps. It's like any other major city, you know. And uh, it's just one of those things. Um, a lot of people have fallen on bad times even before the pandemic. So just imagine living through it now and you know it's rough however they all you know like you said there's a lot of shelters out there but they can only do so much right with limited resources as well red cross um you know they do a lot you know it's a lot of pro government programs out there it's a lot of uh soup kitchens you know it's just only people know where to go when they really need the help you know and uh i i, I used to work for mental health hospital here in Atlanta and it's a lot of homeless people used to come through there they get checked in you know and uh, so I know firsthand how it goes but uh, with this pandemic it, it, it forces people to really really you know harden their faith a little bit more you know it's like this you just never know what tomorrow may bring you know like you know we comfortable in our home right now you know we got drink we got Food, you know, internet, we got light, we got gas, you know, we got a car outside, you know, we got money in our pocket, you know, a homeless person don't have all these things, you know, so we got to make sure that we help people as much as possible. And, you know, and, and, and not when the cameras are on. I see a lot of people really doing a lot of things just for the shine on Instagram, I'm like, this, you know, so, you know, you just, just donate, do the best you can, you know, and uh, you don't have to be all in front street doing all the stuff like that. So, what's the, what's the, what's the, uh, what part of California? You're in San Francisco, right? Uh, I'm uh, born and raised from San Francisco, but no, I'm in Berkeley. 
Oh, you in Berkeley? Okay, cool, cool, yeah. cool. So, what's the what's the mindset right now in Berkeley? How's everybody doing with everything? Um, I feel like um everyone is uh, doing okay. Some days are better than others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people are still struggling all over the world. You know mm-hmm. how it is. So overall, how are, you, how are you and your family? How are you guys? Oh, we're doing really good. Just um, staying happy, safe, and healthy. So, yeah. That's it. Yeah. And, and pray it up and, and yeah. a lot of gratitude. Yes. Because it can be worse. When you, yeah. I bet you if you look around your house right now, wherever you are in your environment, and you be take a deep breath and be like, man, I have everything I need. Thank you. Yes. Yes. You know, a lot of people don't, they don't take time to really do that. Like, in the midst of their home, no matter where you are right now, they just take a deep breath and look at everything. Like, when you cut that light switch on, it's, the light is on. When you flush that toilet, let go. When you need to take a shower, you know, these little necessities are huge necessities. But a lot of times, we is they be there so much that it becomes like, you know, they don't pay no attention to it until it's a major storm or whatever. And then all the power's off. And when you when I said that, because you know, I got uh, I did an interview on this uh, this guy podcast a couple of weeks ago, and then from Arlington, Texas, is struggling right now. You know, even though. You know, their power is back on, but the power company, as I read this right, the power company has not forego the power bill. You know, like, hey, we ain't had no power. So, you know, they're still charging people when they had power because it's so cold. You know, people had their heat on so much and so high that they, they ran their bills up. So it's like they're still charging the residents of, of, of uh, Texas that heating bill, which I think is really crazy and people can't really afford it because it's in thousands of dollars, right? So, when that happens, you know, we really don't pay attention to it until something like that happens. Like, man, I wish I ain't had to pay this bill. So now you're looking for the $1,200 stimulus check to help pay your bill because you need the power. You need the internet, you have a business, you have kids, you know, you, you need the, the, sh- the water on. You need you, these things you know, it's imperative. So that's why I ask you, like, you know, you sit around your house and you look around, you say, man, you know, I'm such in great gratitude, in a great gratitude state that I have everything that I need. My family is healthy. We're happy. We're strong. We're eating. We're not missing any meals. And this is a great thing for emotional, spiritual, and psychological health to really make sure that we're in the right place. You know, and uh, so many people, like, just imagine, you know, the foster care system. There's so many kids that are struggling right now, you know. So what, what's, what was your experience working in the foster, foster care system? Uh, um, it was a good experience. Um, I was able to work really close with... Um, uh, my godbrother and um, he wasn't my godbrother at the time but as as time went on he became we developed our relationship and he became my godbrother but um, it was um, 
a very good experience. I got to see a lot of um, former foster youth and um, current foster youth. And um, I don't know, it was just a pleasant experience. I was, you know, giving back to, um, you know, my community, um, given that I was, you know, came from that. So it felt really good. Yeah, man, you turned out well. Yeah. How's, yeah. The, how's, the, how's the pursuit of nursing right now? Pretty good? Yeah, it's pretty good. Why nursing? Um, I love helping people. Um, I feel like uh, I'm naturally gifted and um, brightening people's day. And I, you know, someone comes in and they're having a bad day or something like that. Um, I just want to be able to ease their mind and um, know that they have somebody to talk to because sometimes when you go to the doctor, uh, you just rushed in and rushed out and no one really, you know, takes time to really seem like they care sometimes. So I want to be like different than most people. Yeah. Um, Nursing, my hat goes off to all the nurses. Right. I always thought that it was a rewarding and challenging career. No nurse, when they sign up to be a nurse, ever thought, I know a lot of nurses, I know a lot of people in the medical field, ever thought that they'd be going through this pandemic. You know, um, the nurses that I train, as far as their fitness and everything like that, you know, they right now they on their feet a lot during the course of the day. You know, the ankles hurt, the back hurt, you're doing a lot of pushing, pulling, depending on what type of nurse you are. And, you know, and, you know, they gain a couple pounds themselves, you know, and the fear of COVID, even though they're protecting themselves, but having that, you know, interaction with patients and also with family members and, you know, you, you have to help them. You have to make sure that you're there, be empathetic um, with them and, you know, to say, hey, you know, we're doing all we can do. You know, that's tough work. I know some nurses that switched careers because they felt like, you know, they was on the front lines too much. They didn't want to do it anymore. It's, it's such a dangerous thing. And then there's a lot of nurses that, you know, they love what they do. But, you know, um, it's real strenuous right now. You know, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of long days. You know, I was in the emergency room with a, with, with a friend a month or so ago. And uh place is clean. You know, one thing you see is nurses walking around helping people, you know, and it's, 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 it's the front lines, you know. Shout out to the nurses and all the doctors, everybody, cops, fire firemen, anybody, everybody that's on the front lines, you know, my, I salute you guys, my hat's off to you guys because this is dangerous work even now, you know, and shout out to them. I don't want to hear nothing about no celebrity and what they doing. I don't care at this point. If y'all ain't putting on major events with these first time, first line responders, I don't care. You know, they need their own award show, you know, like a Grammys and type stuff for going beyond the call of duty so I think you got a good good personality to be a nurse you love helping people I mean you work with the homeless you work for you know foster care so you it comes from a place of, of service 
and helping people and really uh, I can tell by your energy that you really enjoy that type of thing yes I do thank you yeah no problem that's that's what you do you know and um, so let's talk about the being a fashion model okay what do you like I know you like clothes so alright what type of uh, runway model print magazine what? Uh, I haven't gotten that far yet. Um, you didn't know before? No, I haven't gotten that far. Um, I don't know. I just, I don't know. It's just like I just pick certain colors that fit my personality. And I don't know. Like I like to dress matchy-matchy most of the time. So I don't know. Whatever feels good to me is what I put on. So, have you have you uh, taken any any modeling classes like runway classes? Uh, print no, classes? no. Hey, I girl, you need to get on that. <laughs> yeah. You be model with no modeling experience. I know I, that's something I need to do. Yeah, but right yeah. now, I'm focused on my um, my nursing path right now, and yeah. writing this second book. And like other things I want to create, so yeah. Yeah, you can do it. You still can, you know, walk that walk. I'm pretty sure you put some heels on and a dress or whatever. You be in the house learning how to walk. Yes, I can learn how to stand and pose. <laughs> do they have fashion shows in Berkeley? Um, I don't know. I never checked into it. And check into it. They may have some fashion shows that you know that are COVID friendly. You know, you never know. I somewhere in the surrounding area. Just go, you know, go to a fashion show so you can see, you know, what it's all about. You know. Yeah. And that just that just to have fun. That doesn't mean that you know. I'm just here for to see how y'all do it and see if I really like it or not. You know. You get to see the different lines, the fashion lines, you get to see the models, you get to see the poses in a walk and you see how the camera be flashing, you know. You know, all that different things. You, know, you never know. Yeah. That's yeah, true. most definitely. So when COVID lifts, are you planning a book tour or a book signing? Um We'll see what happens. I don't know. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, it's one look into it. Yeah. It's one of those things. It's one of those things that authors do. They do a book signing. They try going tour, or maybe set themselves up for speaking engagements. You know, to why they sell their books out the front. You know, you can tell your story. You know, resilient butterfly. You know what it is to be resilient. You know, for young women or men both you know just tell your story you know you never know who you may reach tell your story about being in foster care tell your story working with the homeless you know all these different things like everybody's story is going to reach somebody somebody has mm-hmm. a similar story somebody has a similar background similar challenges a similar living situation they, they're going to identify with you I don't care what type of 
book you wrote, especially if you write about your life, your life, your story, someone is going to identify with your story. Regardless, I don't care who they are, whatever you, whatever your story is, and somebody will say, you know what, that helped me get to the next level. That helped push me off that off that ledge or brought me back from off the ledge or that helped get me out of that rut. You know, I felt like I was homeless. I didn't know what I was going to do. You know, uh, maybe I was a foster kid. I, I'm getting older now. Maybe I felt like, you know, nobody was going to adopt me. You know how I go. And, you know, people are just feeling they need that story. They need that, 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 that thing that's going to say, you know what, that right there helped save my life. That helped change my life. I've seen it so many times over and over again with people's stories. Like when I hear people's stories, I be like, wow. You know, even some of the, the iconic people you hear now, like uh, Tyler Perry, how what he went through when he's sleeping in the car. All of a sudden, look who he is. You know, so everybody has a story. You know, and uh, got to write, got to share it. Uh, Les Brown said that one of the most expensive places is in the graveyard because people die without bringing their story to life. Or imagine you laying on your deathbed and your gifts uh, standing over you, mad with you because they got to die with you because you didn't bring them to life. You didn't write that book. You didn't share your story. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. You didn't do that. You know, now all of a sudden, here it is. You're on your deathbed. And all these different things are going to have to die with you. I got, I know people who, you know, Terrence, man, you know, remember back in the day, oh, I should have did this and I should have did that. I'd be like, nobody wants to hear that these times and days. You know, them, those I should have. You know, nobody nobody cares about all that anymore. You know, it's like the, the world is moving so fast compared to what it was 30 years ago. You know, the world is moving and spinning. The world is moving at, like internet, 5G speed. That's what they call it. That's the way the world is going right now, you know. So before you blink, it'll be another 10 years done past people by. And they still talking about, I should have did this and I should have did that. Nobody wants to hear it anymore, you know? Mm -hmm. So you can't, you can't sit on it. You got to go for it. You got to take your shot. You know, Michael Jordan said, you miss 100% of the shots you do not take, you know? So it's just one of those things that got to push out. You got to bring that pain out. You got to bring it out from the belly, from the diaphragm. Really put out your best work possible and keep writing and keep writing and keep doing different things that's going to push you to the next level. So that clothing line, you got to put it out. You want to model? Model. Finish that nursing degree? Get it. You know, uh, write down the book? Write it. You know, you can do all those things. You know, don't let nothing and nobody stop you, even this COVID thing. A lot of people are so paranoid mentally and emotionally that they can't even perform physically and they can't move spiritually. So now they're just in a sunken place for real. And that's a problem for people. That's, you know, but don't let that be you because you gifted, 
you know, you're educated, you know, you got goals, you have dreams, and you're ready to get to the next level. So that would be my encouragement for you and your sister. I'm mad at her, but, you know, that's another story. <laughs> but, you know, that's what it is, man. You know, you got you to gotta, you gotta go for it, and you're in the perfect position right now to go for all your dreams and go for all your your, your goals, whatever you want to do. And you got a passion for people, so let that passion drive you. So yeah, this this is this is the Your Best Lifestyle International podcast. You know, I was only starting to get preachy right there. I ain't trying to do all that, you know. But you know, <laughs> this is what we this is what we got to do, you know, because. The resilient butterfly, everybody. This is Mrs. Theresa Airy, okay? And she's out of California, from Berkeley. She's a highly anticipated author. You know, her book is called Resilient Butterfly. Tell everybody where you can find the book. Um, you can find my book on Amazon. Um, Terrence, actually, it's called From Make Believe Love to Real Love. And um, author is Resilient Butterfly, which is me. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> they get on me when they need to get on me now. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Tell everybody where they find it at on social media. How can they follow um, you? Can, uh, you can follow me on uh, Resilient Butterfly underscore author on Instagram. And I post um, quotes on there um, pertaining to the book or whatever I feel like is related to the book. Okay. Okay. Any final words for the listeners? Any advice? Encouragement? Um, just during this time, just um, stay positive and take advantage of this time if you have downtime. Um, just like pursue any of your um, dreams and, and goals right now. That's the best advice I have right now. Amen, amen. I concur. I approve. I approve this message. Trust me. <laughs> Anything and everything that you can do, or that you have at your disposal, to execute your dreams, you know, really ignite your passion once again. You know, set a fire underneath yourself. Write a contract between you and you. Get an accountability partner, someone that's going to really be honest with you, critically honest with you. You know, you know or you my best friend, I don't want to hurt your feelings. Screw all that. Hurt my feelings. A lot of times we need that pain to push us to the next level. You don't need nobody around you that's going to hold your hand and say, yes, that's okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. No, you need to tell somebody. You need to have people in your corner that's saying, no, that's not going to work. No, no, no. Okay, straight up. I mean, they're try- not trying to be mean. They're trying to be helpful. They're a good friend that's going to tell you when it's not a good look on you. Trust me. Don't take it the wrong way. Understand that. That's constructive criticism because a good friend don't want to see their good friend looking crazy out here. You know, that's what good friends do. And some people pretend to be your friend and won't tell you nothing. Smile on your face and have you go out there with spinach in your tube out there taking photo shoots. <laughs> Don't care. 
you know, so you have to be careful and surround yourself with like-minded individuals, people who want the best for you, not people who want to see you fail, people who want to celebrate your success. You know, and if you're talking about your success on social media, it's not bragging, okay? Because people who celebrate their success, you need to be around them. Because they, they're going to say, look, my girl is doing it. Or my homeboy is doing it. You know, it's not... When people say, oh, they bragging because they put out a book or whatever. We're not talking to you, you know? These are the people who are critics. I said the other day, I said, critics are spectators. They are not participants okay this is what it is okay they can't do what you do this is why they criticize everything that's what their job is you know it's worse than a movie critic can't act a lick but they can tell you what they don't like about it you know but life is too short this is the time to really really take your shot we are at a gold rush right now the power of the internet is allowing people to eliminate the middleman and go straight to the source. And if you got the right product, the right book, the right goal, the right dream, whatever, there's people out here making tons of money per day. Okay? In the comforts of their home. So you gotta think about that. You know, you got to you got to you got to lock yourself in a room. Like you said, Teresa, in 30 days you wrote your book. Lock yourself in again and write another one. You know, you got to come up with these programs and plans that's going to really push you to the next level. So we're not talking about the next 10 days. We're talking about the next years. You know, what are you going to do that's going to solidify your name? You know, what's your legacy is going to be by how would they talk about you Um when you die are you living for your eulogy or are you living for your resume you know and we got to start answering our questions like what most people just reading they just living for their resume and not for the eulogy so we got to do it so to piggyback on what she says just make sure that you take great care of yourselves and watch how you speak to yourself when you see yourself in the mirror Watch it. Watch how you talk to yourself. Your subconscious mind is recording everything. Watch how you look at yourself. You know, you may not like certain things about you, so what? Ain't nobody perfect. But you're going to have to pat yourself on the back and give yourself a pep talk saying, you know what? I'm doing a great job. I am still here. I have an opportunity to push forward the next day. And it's challenging. I get it. Trust me, being in the industry that I am helping wellness, even for me, to, I need to talk to somebody because I don't, you know, we got to deal with a lot. There's a lot of pressures going out there. But you can't crack. Okay? And even if you crack, you need to mend those cracks and get back up and keep going forward. Because I'm trying to tell you, there's no rescue. There's no SOS. You know, it's nothing. You got to be your own rescue, and I'm and I'm saying this because I'm around so many self-made people, and they are their own rescue, okay? And they're not relying on a stimulus a stimulus check. They call it stimmies. <laughs> you know, I ain't relying on no stimmy. You know, they getting that check, that twelve hundred dollars. People relying on it. They getting that. 
every three hours or every day to get that money. So when people are really taking their intellectual property, their books, their programs, their services or whatever it is, and they're able to generate that stimulus money every day of the week. Imagine that. When you wake up in the morning, you just made $1,200 off of one whatever you're doing. People are doing this. So every time you turn on your computer, you're looking a gift horse right in the mouth. It's up to you if you're going to figure out how you're going to do it, if you can really see it. People are making a lot of money up there intellectual property of their services of their programs of their courses of their books whatever it is you can do this so and that's what i'm gonna leave you guys with my name is terrence hutchinson right here at the old robinson public relations and media group studio right here on the outskirts of atlanta actually in marietta georgia and uh, i just want to leave you guys with that information man it's it's, it's it's a golden opportunity for you. If you're still here right now and you're healthy and you're strong and you're in your right mind, you've got the energy to win, you got the adrenaline to go, then you need to get up and do it. All your dreams, whatever you want to be that nurse, do it. You know, just just do whatever you need to do, man, and you're going to be fine. So I hope you guys will love this podcast. Thank you guys for sharing, subscribing downloading, listening to in the gym, listening to at work, stuck in traffic, you know, sponsoring, advertising, sending us product for product placement in the magazine, you know, shout out to the Fine One Team magazine, the next issue, next issue is coming out at the latter on the week, shout out to Butterbee Rocker with her new song, Strange Love, or her and Homer, uh, Homer, uh, Homer MC, make sure you go to YouTube right now and check that out. Okay, Strange Love, Love is spelled with L-U-B, okay, by Butter B. Rocker, B-U-T-T-A-B-R-O-C-K-A. Make sure you go download, subscribe, go to iTunes, purchase, it's a bang, and it's on uh, Billboard, Hip Hop, and Pitchfork as well. So, you know, shout out to everybody that's doing the whole team over here. And we really appreciate you guys for the support and the love and the trust and understand that we cannot and we will not do it without you. Thank you for the great testimonials, man. Thank you so much. Teresa, we appreciate you, Queen. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for having me. Welcome back to another episode of the Your Best Lifestyles International Podcast, sponsored today by William Smith, owner of Grand Alpha Coffee Company. Their company is a veteran and minority-owned coffee company that sources their coffee from around the world and deliver it to their customers right here in the U.S. They pride themselves on the freshness and quality of their coffee. Their coffee is so fresh when it arrives to you because they do not roast their coffee until the day it ships to their customers. Here's their website for more information, www.grandalphacc.com. That's www.grandalphacc.com. 
alphacc.com to get more information on giveaways, types of coffees, must-haves, blogs, news, and much, much more. You can also follow them on Facebook at Grand Alpha CC. That's Grand Alpha CC. That's William Smith, owner of Grand Alpha Coffee Company. Okay, go there to get some of the best coffees from around the world.